What you're about to listen to are personal stories. Just like when baking cakes, individual results may vary. Please consult your medical team before making any major changes to your type 1 management. Okay, welcome everybody to to have your cake and eat it too. And I've got a very special guest who has probably been doing camps just as long as what I have, I reckon. Um, and that's Andrew Amos. How, Hi. How are you, Andy? Yeah, I'm really good. I'm trying to keep warm in the winter, but I'm um, I'm good. Oh, good. Good to hear. How are you? Very well, very well. Um, excited because I'm on school holidays. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, um, and enjoying the life. Yeah. So how about we get straight into it? This, um, yeah. obviously, we said I've done the intro, and um, it's about hitting the sweet spot um, of your type 1 diabetes life and a few hacks and different things. Um, so we are able to have our cake and diabetes too. So we'll start with the ingredients What's your go-to hypo treatment, Andy? Oh, I've got two. Uh, I use I use lollies, but um, sort of like chewy. I used to have jelly beans all the time. Jelly beans are good to put in my hypo bag because yeah. they don't really squish or go off or anything. <laughs> um, but I now at home I'm using more just like the chewy lollies. I don't know what you call them. Oh, jelly like- babies. Oh, yeah, like a jube kind Jubey of thing. lollies, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Snakes, snakes and those ones. Yeah. Um, I've got them, and I've also, if I need something quicker, so if I wake up in the night time or something, yeah. um, I've got soft drinks, so I might use half a can of yeah. Solo or something, it's a bit quicker. I like the mini cans, but I feel like I go through them quite a bit sometimes. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> I, I find then if you drink a whole can, it might be just a bit too much. Yeah. So, <laughs> I like the mini cans, but yeah, I, I agree. You go but it also it. depends how low you are, <laughs> too. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> um, what's the worst thing you've ever used to treat a hypo? <laughs> Or interesting. I shouldn't say worse because it would have worked, but interesting as well. Uh, You've you've always got, you know, dissolved sugar to fall back on. Yeah. You you can't find anything else, so you can just dissolve some sugar. But there was another one when I was actually travelling, and um, I had got – so I was overseas. I had been to the Netherlands, I think, and they'd given me these Mm – I don't even know what to call them. They're they're dropped lollies but they they taste a bit like licorice Ooh. and they're um coated in this powder they're very weird they're not like a normal <laughs> lolly and then i put them in my bag i was like that's great thanks i'll take them back home um and try them and um one night i'd woken up realized that i'd finished all my other jelly beans that i had with Ooh. me and i went oh i've only got these left <laughs> so i was sitting there eating these powdery kind of licorice <laughs> Lollies um, from from the Netherlands, and they worked. They... Actually, but um, <laughs> yeah, they they were not the um, 
Probably not the sweet spot. <laughs> the go-to hypo treatment. Isn't it no. funny with what you when you're in a moment of desperation, mm. what you go uh, to? How was it? Were jelly beans everywhere around the world? I know this may be a silly question, but um, I haven't travelled overseas that much. Yeah. Is it easy yeah. to get jelly beans? Yeah, it's easy to get something, something like jelly beans, even yeah. if you don't get those jelly, you know, the ones that the same ones that you get here. Yeah. Um, you'll find something. The biggest thing to check, though, is that they're not, like, low sugar or, you know, because sometimes <laughs> you'll get them and they're, like, fruit, you know, natural oh, ones. natural, like yeah. Um, Diet safe or something. Not, not good for hypos. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no. Um, I know the answer to this, but the wider world might not. Pump or injections? Yeah, I, I'm on a pump. I've been on a pump since 2006. So wow. That. Um, you would have been almost a pioneer in the pumping world, I imagine. It's one of, yeah, I remember, like, I knew a few people who sort of, you know, a couple of people actually went on it before, but they were the real trial pumps. Um, oh, yeah. So then, yeah, after them, um, yeah. Put those through as the guinea pigs and then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Everyone's all right. <laughs> I wasn't the guinea pig, but I was pretty early. Pretty close. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was It was a fun, like, I, I didn't think I wanted a pump until someone actually put a line on me. Ah. Um, I was just, I said, totally, no way, I'm not going to have a pump. Um, don't have something sticking off me yeah. and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, one, it was actually after I had been on a diabetes camp. Oh, wow. When I was 10 or 9 or something as a camper. <laughs> yeah. And I got back and we were sort of family friends with another camper. And then he got back after the camp and he said, oh, just put a line on. And I said, well, all right, I'll take it off straight away, but I'll put it on anyway. Yeah. They did. And then as soon as I realized how, you know, easy it was, I yeah. went, oh, actually, now I want a pump. Because <laughs> I think I'd seen people on camp as well that had them. And then yeah. afterwards, getting that line was kind of like confirmation, like, oh, it's easy. Oh, it isn't as technical. Yeah. 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 Have you ever been one to go on and off the pump? I know Simone we chatted to in a couple of episodes ago. Um, she jumps on and off here and there. Do you do that as well? Or? No, I've I've constantly had a pump. Yeah. Um, I've had a few different models. They you update them. Yeah, every, yeah. Every few years. Um, I've still got my pens, you know, in case something happens. Yeah. Um, and there's been a couple of times when I've been sick where I might have oh. needed to just do, and I maybe wasn't sure if my line if it was my line working or not, so I made it to do needed to do a top up, like yeah. a couple of units just with the pen. Oh wow. Um, but no, I haven't really swapped back and forth. Yeah. Um, yeah, wow, that's mm. cool. Um, do you have a surprise food versus case? Uh, the food, food <laughs> versus carb ratio fact. What's your um, favourite food carb fact? <laughs> tricky one. I know. I always remember because from when I was diagnosed, they used like a slice of bread as the you know. Yeah. They, they gave yeah. you one. What was it? One. Not unit, one... Um, oh, it was one... Serve. Yeah. One serve. One serve then, it was. then they it? converted that into 15 grams. Yeah. So I knew, you know, that was always my sort of go-to. Um, in terms of a surprising one, 
Have you got a little fave? Like I always a... know that. I, lo I do like the fact that um, sometimes a slice of bread is a bit uh, more quicker acting than what a Snickers bar can be. <laughs> I know it's funny sometimes. And just recently I've started the um, uh, Libre. The oh, yeah. Well, I, I've been on and off that, but um, I've got one just recently. And, um, yeah, it's always surprising how food is different to what you think. Like, yeah. You think it's going to be really quick acting and it's not, or you think it's a low GI and it's, you know, sent yeah. really high quickly. Um, still trying to think of my food carb ratio one. We might come, how about we come back to it? You All might right, think yeah. of it as you go. All right. Yeah. We'll head into our methods of uh, baking our type one cake. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, how old were you when you were diagnosed, Andrew? Was 10, exactly. 10. So you remember yeah. it? Yeah, for sure. And yeah. um, I was, I, I mean, it, when I say I'm lucky when I got diabetes, people go, what do you mean? But <laughs> I, I, my younger brother um, had also been diagnosed with type 1 the year before me. Oh, almost, wow, younger almost, than older. Yeah, so he was, and he was five when he was yeah. four or five when he was diagnosed, and then almost to the day, a year after. So it was the same month, same, Jeez. you know, time. Then uh, I was diagnosed. So in that way, I kind of knew what it was all about. Um, so I didn't get as sick, I suppose, when I was diagnosed. Yeah. Uh, we, know, we knew what to look out for and um, didn't make it. it. It was good because I knew what was coming, but it was also bad because I knew what was coming. Yeah, didn't there's no... I mean? Yeah, there's no yeah. positives of that, is there? Yeah. <laughs> so remember it, yeah, well. Yeah, I know um, similar thing happened with a longer time frame between me and my brother. Yeah. And um, my brother or mum called, you know, the Royal Children's and mm. said, oh, we think um, Pat's got diabetes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the emergency were ready for him with a bed ready to go up. But mm -hmm. my endo had said... Just go in when you're ready, you know. <laughs> so he walked yeah. into emergency with his bag packed and a, his pillow and his doona and yeah. <laughs> as and if that, it was a retreat. <laughs> yeah, they know what to do. Oh, God, yeah. Did you have something like that? Were you... Similar, similar, except I think um, we, we had already tested my sugars before I went in, so I knew yeah. that I was... I think it was 20 or 25 or something like that. So yeah. I, they kind of knew what it was and they were even able to tell us a couple of things before we went in. Oh. Um, so I guess it wasn't as... It was as also at the Royal Children. So, yeah. Um, it was... Yeah, it wasn't a great night when everyone was home. No. And we just sort of... We kind of knew already that... Yeah. You know, oh, he's got diabetes. Um, and um, that wasn't a great night. They had to actually me down to put my to do a oh, finger prick on me oh no i wouldn't let i wouldn't let mum and dad do one because um that was one of the things the hospital said can you if you've got a meter can yeah. you um just test to see what it is and so i just at that point went nah not testing me <laughs> if, if you don't test me it means i'm not, not gonna it's not it. gonna happen oh yeah. i don't blame you <laughs> yeah so they had to sit sit on me Literally, oh, God. And, um, and grabbed my finger to do a finger prick. And um, that's when we kind of went there. Yeah, it's 26 and we all kind of yeah. realised. And uh, 
from then, I don't know, something in my brain just went, okay, look, it's 26, we've got to do this. And then from then on, it was fine. I didn't really, I just went with it. No pushbacks. No, but up until then, I think (laughs) I just denied it. I said, no, if you don't test me, it's not happening. Yeah, it's your last night of freedom. (laughs) I don't blame you. I don't blame you. primary school at least your school would have been up with that as well because of yeah. your brother being there and all of that too yeah, yeah? yeah. i was grade four and um mm. my brother Stephen was in prep i think so yeah they yeah. already had him there for a whole year see that's a bit easier too how, mm. how do you see your type one do you see it as a buddy or a disability or a dependent or anything um, like that i don't see it as much of a um much of anything really i just sort of see it that it's it's almost like you know you've got to cut your hair or um, yeah, yeah. you know like you've got to check your bank balance or you know yeah, one of those absolutely. kind of things that you just sort of keep tabs on yeah um it's a bit annoying sometimes and and occasionally you kind of go geez i wish I didn't have to do it mm. um it's a little bit maybe it's like a little burden yeah it's just there sometimes but there are always other little burdens that come along in life as well so it's it's one of them um but at the same time you've got that burden on one shoulder on the other shoulder you've got i've got all these opportunities now that i wouldn't have had if i had diabetes oh yeah so if i you know if i didn't get diabetes i would never come on camp i would have met people on camp and sort of um been able to kind of expand your horizons a bit isn't it it's a bit like that i reckon yeah and even just the way you see you know the world and people when Mm. you've got diabetes you go geez everyone has their diabetes whatever it is you know they might have a different condition or they might have you know their family or or something that they've got going on yeah Um, for, for me, it's it's diabetes, but for other people, it could be something else. So, yeah, I don't see that I'm much different, I suppose, to anyone else because I've got diabetes. I just have to do it. It's just you. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Um, do you have a sweet spot? Are these, is there a part of your diabetic life that you sit there and go, yeah, this is all right? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I think for me, it's when I get to talk to someone else with diabetes yeah. <laughs> and you get to connect with them on a level that you can't connect with anyone else. And then I then I go, yeah, this is pretty special. And, it, and I'm lucky because I have my younger brother yeah. that I can actually, you know, and he and we both live at home. So I can just sort of walk up to him and say, gee, you know, I've been high all day, blah, blah, blah. And he just gets it. Yeah. And, it's... you know, then it's kind of, just yeah you've got this connection with people and the same on camp you know yeah. when i come to camp you can just say to people you know i'm low blah 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 and they just get you and yeah. that's really special i think you get, I, a, i've been it, able to get that kind of connection it's a really different understanding without having to explain i think yeah. um where i know there's been a few people in my life that i've said you know oh i'm having a day where i'm high and all of them go, well, you've got to drink a cup of water. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. 
Exactly. No, no, I'll just keep going. You know, I will yeah. be okay. <laughs> That's right, yeah. It's, 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 um, you can kind of talk to other people that don't have diabetes. And I find even with doctors and, and nurses who don't have diabetes, you can talk to them about, you know, what you've got to do. Yeah. But when you talk about, you know, what it's actually like or what it feels like, then it's it's different. You can only talk about that with someone who's yeah can experience it themselves. And, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I enjoy that. I think that is a sweet spot when you yeah. have that kind of connection with someone. Yeah, it's a real rarity. Oh, it's kind of rare. I suppose with us that we're amongst camp, so we do meet a lot of people. Yeah, um, exactly. That also have diabetes, which is quite unique. But when you're out and about, I think, is when you're, you know, at your cousin's friend's 21st or something and you notice a pump line hanging out or you notice, you know, someone injecting somewhere and you kind of go, that's oh, one of us. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And, and we pop up, there's type ones everywhere. Oh, there is, we there pop is. Up in, in, in all, all walks of life. Yeah. Yeah. Andy, I've just remembered, did you do an um, international diabetes camp? No, I've never been on an international diabetes camp, um, but I have travelled before. and I um, Have you met other diabetics around the world? Um, yeah, I have actually, because I, um, I went overseas while I was still in year 12 at, at high school. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we did this, this tour of a, uh, of a show. Oh. Sort of tour and and part of it we stayed with um, other families and other um, and other schools overseas. So um, at some of those schools, yeah, I met a couple of other people with type one. Um, yeah, it was interesting to sort of hear the similarities again, but also the differences. In, in yeah, country. was there more similarities or more differences? I think more similarities than anything. Yeah. Um, I think differences in, say, for example, I've heard, and again, I was only at school, so I didn't really get into the um, specifics of it. But say in America, there's diff in, in the US, it's different. It's more difficult to get insulin, or it's more expensive yeah. to get insulin. Um, but in terms of what you do and what you have to do, and, yeah, um, it's, it's all very similar. similar. Yeah, mm. definitely. And what do you do with yourself now, Andy? Uh, so I. Um, I'm an urban designer. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I work, I work. Sounds in, very official, mate. <laughs> it does, but I, I, you know, ne no one ever really quite um, knows what it means, if you know. <laughs> but I work. Um, to me, I it work, sounds like you play with Lego and create cities from Lego. Exactly. It's not that far off. <laughs> um, we just sort of we work a lot. Um, well, I work in an architecture firm. Um, ah. And we basically, um, yeah, design cities, I suppose, if you want to <laughs> say it like that. And, yeah, it's not too far off playing yeah. like, with Legos and where to put, where do, where do the roads go and where. But the biggest thing is trying to make places that are safe, healthy and yeah. um, livable for people, you know, and, and not exclusive, I suppose. You want inclusive places. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Oh, good. Mm, so that's my that's my life now. Um, yeah. I used to I used to be at uni and uh, I used to do a bit of um, performing. So yeah. I, I haven't done that for a while, but I've been on stage and 
managing diabetes on stage is a well tell me about that that would be another question yeah well that that's difficult because um at that time i didn't have any kind of continuous glucose monitoring Mm. so um you know when i asked the doctors and that they said just it's okay you can run high for a bit because (laughs) for example if you're on stage and you're you know in the middle of a scene um, mm. You can't really just run off and, uh, <laughs> and grab some and grab some food. Do we have um, any near misses on stage? I have, yeah. I've been low on stage, and actually, now that just reminded me of a uh, a memory that I have on when I, I think my first camp when I came as a camper. Oh wow! Uh, we did a talent show. Yep, we and, used to um, do those, <laughs> <laughs> and um, that wasn't. That wasn't, you know, on stage later in life. But it was, it was a, it was a memory um, that I did. I played the piano, and then after I walked, I could sort of feel as I was on stage. I went, yeah, I'm, I think I'm, I'm dropping. You know, my sugars are a bit, a bit low. Yeah. And then um, finished up, got the applause, finished the talent. You know, the, the, <laughs> the um, act. Got off stage. And went, I better do a finger prick, and I was something ridiculous like one or two and then um and then everyone was was shocked that i was uh, playing piano Um, so so that that was funny um that was a near miss but um more generally i think when i was later on on stage um, yeah i would i would haven't had anything like that um but there have been times where i've you know been hyper before yeah. Or, you know, um, or just after, but, but um, yeah, during you try and just keep hold keep it together, I imagine. Bit, yeah, a little bit higher a... for, for the two hours of the show is not going to. Yeah, gonna that's it. Yeah. It's amazing the advice that we're given as kids um, to would it hold up now kind of thing, don't you reckon? <laughs> I, know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, just run high for three hours. You'll yeah. be right. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, now yeah. it'd be like cutting your throat just about, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. But you've got to figure out your own ways as well. That's so. it. That's it. Yeah. Did you have any weight, little hacks to get you through or um, did you just kind of specific, wing it? There were specific foods which were good um, and more so like juices or things I could drink that were quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I could just sort of sip on them throughout the whole thing. So, yeah, um, yeah just... To, consistently be not high high you know super high yeah. just a bit above where you'd be comfortable where you should be yeah, yeah. definitely cater for that uh that drop <laughs> yeah exactly so juices like pineapple juice and yeah uh, apple juice and stuff like that apparently yeah. pineapple juice is good for your voice if you oh really it. yeah apparently that's what they told me not like my theater friends were telling me Oh, wow. Um, if you're losing your voice or if you've got something, you know, I don't know, something in your throat. Oh, oh, like Corona. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe they should test it and see if it works. They should. <laughs> we might have stumbled across the uh, antidote. <laughs> <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be nice. Yeah, patent it. TM, <laughs> patent pending. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Andrew, thank you for joining me for this uh, little chat and to have your to have your cake and diabetes too. It's been wonderful. Good to catch up after a significant amount of time. Yeah, definitely. Um, great, great to 
be. It's nice to actually sort of sit down and talk about your diabetes for a little bit and think of it as its own thing rather than in the hustle of your yeah. life. Isn't yeah, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. And to share. Um, and I think if, as I've said at the start of uh, the little intro, if you need any advice, please reach out to someone you know um, or a doctor to help you along with anything as well. Um, so signing off. See you later. Thanks, Kate. See you.